The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone exactly 19 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive 101.9. Hi, FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line now, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. And how are you keeping during on having reached just the 10th day of this uh, war against Hamas? I think that's a, a very loaded question, but I so Sorry. appreciate that uh, you're asking. And, and for people who, who, who don't know, Michael asks me every day, several times a day, and I cannot tell you how much that means to me. It, 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 it really does. Uh, and people listening, check in with your Israeli friends and family. We're not doing okay and sometimes when we get a message from you, it, it just means the world uh, to us. But uh, before I give you the updates, I also just want to pay tribute to all of you out there for showing up to rallies, uh, for standing with Israel. We see you from Israel, and it gives us a, a tremendous amount of, of strength to know that our diaspora is, is with us in, in this the darkest moment for, for Jews since the Shoah, since the Holocaust. So where are we holding now? Uh, there have been several big barrages of rockets still fired towards uh, central Israel today and, and the south. Uh, some fired towards uh, where I am in, in Modi'in uh, just a short while ago, Jerusalem and surrounds Tel Aviv and surrounds um, we have had exchanges of fire uh, in the north over the weekend. Um, the Hezbollah positions in southern Lebanon fired at IDF who have struck Hezbollah targets. But uh, the IDF are striking and continue to strike targets in the Gaza Strip. Uh, you know, we hear that a ground offensive is imminent, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, if, if you understand uh, the military rules of engagement here, going into Gaza is a very, very, very tricky undertaking. Uh, this is a, uh, a densely populated area, you know, packed with booby traps, IEDs, uh, and we inevitably could suffer some really heavy losses from our ranks. Uh, I've just had a notification from the IDF who have released the names of eight more soldiers killed in, in Gaza. The total number of uh, soldiers who have fallen is 299, and also Assad's uh, 54 police. Uh, I just want to take a moment to pay tribute to Israel's police who were the first responders on the day and uh, were hopelessly unmatched by the thousands of terrorists that managed to come in. And a lot of the soldiers that you are hearing now are soldiers that have uh, that were killed on the 7th of October and around that time uh, and have been identified. Our pathologists... Our forensic scientists are working around the clock to identify people. At least uh, we know now that uh, we can confirm at the moment 199 Israelis and foreign nationals taken hostage by Hamas. The number is expected to rise. Uh, the uh, government has been in touch with them. The 
president has been in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know for many of you, you are seeing very, very difficult images coming in from uh, Gaza. Uh, and of course, you know, none of us wanted this war. This is a war that Hamas invited onto the people of Gaza and the people of Israel. Um, our war is not with the Palestinians. I want to be very, very clear about that. Uh, our war is not with the Palestinians. Our war is with Hamas. This is a war for the Palestinians and for Israelis who want some semblance of peace um, in, in, in the region. So from as far as the humanitarian crisis is as follows, uh, Egypt opened the Rafah crossing to let out foreign nationals and to let in humanitarian aid. We have uh, first-hand accounts from Palestinians that Hamas has been preventing them from leaving, mm-hmm. uh, taking their, their keys, confiscating their IDs, um, detonating IEDs for convoys, trying to make their way out, uh, or, or trying to um, block the major exits. I also want to reiterate another very important point. When we hear about the uh, health ministry confirming casualties, they don't make a distinction between combatant and civilian. So we don't know how many of those casualties are actually Hamas terrorists that have been eliminated during this uh, war. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rolene, earlier on I read a report uh, from, well, Egypt claiming that uh, Israel is hampering rescue efforts uh, and uh, aid efforts into into Gaza. (laughs) What's your take on that? There is absolutely no reason for mm. for Israel to hamper aid. We want to get aid in. We want to look after the, the Palestinians. We understand that um, Hamas wants as many dead Palestinians as possible that uh, goes into their uh, uh, bank of public relations that they can claim Israeli atrocities. Right. We don't want and we want to avoid any scenario where civilians are, are hurt and where they don't get the humanitarian aid mm. that uh, they are waiting for. We have opened, we did yesterday, the water in the south of Gaza mm-hmm. to encourage people to evacuate from the north to the south. I just also want to um, remind listeners who might not know, Israel has 100,000 internal refugees at the moment. These are refugees from the wow. towns around the... Um, from the towns around the periphery of Gaza mm-hmm. as it becomes a combat staging area. And we have towns and villages within two kilometers of the border with Lebanon right. that have been evacuated. So at the moment, Israel has about, and this is uh, as per our defense ministry, 100,000 internal refugees. Well, and how are they being accommodated so far, Roland? How is that being dealt with as we speak? The, how they've been accommodated? Well, the government are paying uh, to relocate them where possible mm-hmm. to uh, uh, different places, B&Bs, whatever is available. Right. Ordinary Israelis, including Arabs, including Arabs in the north, are taking uh, people who are who need homes into their their homes. Organizations are trying to uh, open schools, open organi- open whatever facilities they have mm-hmm. to take people in. Indeed. Now, and now we have uh, South Africa reacting to this. Uh, you want to talk to us about South Africa, the South African government's reaction to this uh, war? 
against Hamas? Well, it has been very, very disturbing mm. uh, for for us that we heard virtually nothing coming from the South African government except for uh, justifications almost for what Hamas has done. Now, understand, Hamas is an internationally recognized terror organization that's proscribed in many countries. It's illegal in those countries to support Hamas, uh, like in the United Kingdom. I think many people in the United Kingdom who attended rallies and screamed out genocidal chants this weekend are in for a bit of a, a, a rude awakening. Mm. But um, there was... The attendance by President Ramaphosa over the weekend, uh, wearing a kafir, saying that, you know, he stands in solidarity with Palestine, talking about an occupation. Now, we don't know if the president has been appraised of geopolitical issues here, but we haven't occupied, so to speak, Gaza since 2005. Now, today he did tweet out a very powerful tweet saying, you know, we're against uh, xenophobia and anti-Semitism and, and this and that uh, uh, and that we extend our condolences to both sides. Mm. Why couldn't that have been put out at the, in the very, very, very early stages of this war instead of causing the tremendous amount of pain and hurt to the Jewish community and having to wait mm. for uh, the, um, or, or the communal leaders like the Board of Deputies to have to take out full-page adverts right. in newspapers. <laughs> Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Do take care from all of us. We wish everybody in the Holy Land peace and prosperity and an end to this vicious war, which nobody needs right now. Take care, Rolene. Have a blessed evening. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line just to give us a background as to what is transpiring in that part of the world at the moment.